Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Shade of Girl. My name is Roberts. Today I want to talk about something that I've been really struggling with a lot here lately. And originally it was going to be about unsolicited nude pictures on gay hookup sites. And if you're a gay man and you've been on these sites, oftentimes enough you'll get a notification from either Scruff Grinder or Prowler. And you open it up, and it is a very revealing picture of a man. But I was listening to a YouTube video about 10 signs that you are texting a narcissist. And one of the very things that the psychologist talks about is new pictures. So that got me to think. So if it's one thing that I've noticed over the past, I don't know, however long, it's when individuals send new pictures, they have no interest in you whatsoever. They can give two shits less. But what they are doing is they are trolling for compliments or conversation that will feed their ego. That is all that they are out to do. You may never meet this person ever. But by them sending these these nude pictures and you responding that, whether it be positive or negative, any kind of attention is better than nothing. And that's exactly what narcissists is looking for. Nine times out of ten, though, they are looking for a conversation that will excite them. Meaning they have, they're, they have one agenda. And that is to get themselves off. I'm going to be blunt about it. I'm not going to beat around the bush. That is exactly what they are out to do. Now, I've had personal experience with this time in time. I, I, I would consider myself a, a pretty good sex. But there came a point in my life where it was getting boring because then I started to see that these individuals were, were just out to get themselves off. In fact, I just had a situation with an individual. He's actually on my Instagram. Him and I have chatted several times. But he would always respond to my pictures on Instagram that I would take a post, you know, if it's one thing that I've learned about men on Instagram, to get likes, they want to see body. They don't care about your normal, everyday Instagram pictures. They want to see fur. They want to see cloth pics. They want to see ass pics. Revealing pictures. Well, that would be the only time this individual would ever talk to me. There was one night him and I were talking via text message, and then he started with sexting. I turned my phone over, and I went to bed. Because last time that him and I had this conversation, he got off, and then I did not hear from him until I posted another picture again three weeks later. See where I'm going with this? He's a narcissist. But yet, he never shows anything that would embarrass him on Instagram. 
But what they do is they look for again to troll. And they make them feel special and they'll say all the right things. And once they think that they got you hooked and you're playing their little game and they their agenda has been accomplished, they disappear. Now translate this into gay hookup sites, it's no different. Okay? If it's one thing that I've learned whenever it comes to dealing with gay men and being narcissists, they are one and all the same. And I mean this literally. My ex or my husband was a narcissist and is a narcissist. And it was not until I started wakening up and started educating myself that I started to see things. See, there was a point in my life where I was very codependent upon my husband. The problem was, is he was a narcissist. And I, I could never put two and two together. I could never do it. Something was off with the relationship. Whenever I would try to talk to him about problems with our marriage, or just talk to him in general, I would get this blank look in his eye. He no more cared about what was going on with me or our marriage than the man on the moon. He just wanted to be left alone. He wanted the ability to do, say, or act however he saw fit. And he thought he had the authority to treat me as such. He thought me less than his equal. And I had always felt that. Because narcissists believe that they're superior. They believe that they are grandioso. They believe that you are their minion. Okay? I lived it. I'm a survivor of a an abusive relationship with a narcissist. But see, there's, there's a little thing. Though, see, there's three stages in narcissist behavior whenever they're looking for their fix. The first one is love bombing. And what I mean by love bombing is whenever they're going after their prey, they are feeding you with compliments. They will say things that they miss you, that they can't wait to see you, that you're the best thing that ever came into their life. They, are, they, they pretend to be obsessed with you. But then once they think that they have you, then they start to back off. And then they'll start to devalue you. They'll start to make, see, my husband did this with me. He would call me a femme. He would call me a whore. And he would make innuendos. But he would never say anything outright. He's very careful with his language. And then there comes the, the discard phase. Discard phase is exactly what Michael did with, with me whenever he, he ended our marriage via text message and then subsequently told me he was moving out. And see, and the reason why that they do this is whenever they see that, that 
they no longer have power over you, they'll start looking for another victim. And in the meantime, and that, 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 that new victim will pet their ego. See, my husband, he found a multitude of victims. Gay softball up in Dallas. And so he got all these guys to feel sorry for him so that he could become part of the clique. But he needed, he needed a scapegoat to do that. He needed someone to pet his ego because he, if there was one thing, and I have to get it, give him credit for, is he was good at softball. Okay? So that was his niche. Okay? And they would give him these praises and things like that and, and, you know, make him, you know, made him feel part of the family and the team up there. He no longer needed me because he found his next group of victims. Well, I also still believe that he also found another man in the process. But within the gay community, it's becoming so bad to where nobody wants to date anymore. It's all about self-gratification. It's all about the next fix. It's all about hooking up with as many guys as you possibly can for that temporary fix. And guys will say, do whatever it is that they can to get their end goal. This is, this is a narcissist, even if it is just hooking up. Gentlemen, listen to what I'm saying, even if it is just hooking up. Okay? And if you notice, whenever you're talking with these individuals, they'll pretend to be interested in you. They'll, pre they'll pretend they, that they actually care, and they'll, they'll share a little bit about their life. Okay? Whether it's true or not, who knows? But they come across as nice. They come across as caring. They, 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 they come across as, as they give two shits. But whenever you ask things about them, they'll always dodge the question. They'll never talk about it directly. Why? Because they don't want to feel vulnerable. They don't want you to know anything about them. And there's a reason for that. Is because if you know who they really are, then that makes them vulnerable. See, the reason why they don't want you to know, and I'm sorry, I, I switched off my uh, earbuds. You see, I, I was married to a man that I knew very little about. But yet, he knew everything about me. Why is that? It's because... A narcissist will take and use your past against you. They'll never reveal themselves because then you might be able to have some ammunition against them. See, the whole point with a narcissist is they always try to be one up on you. By them knowing your entire history, that gives them this feeling that they are better than you are. And so, therefore, they get this grand, grandioso illusion that they came from a better background than, than you did. And see, I knew a little bit about my husband, not a whole lot. Then I knew that his dad was probably a narcissist, very controlling. His mother was submissive, codependent. And 
my husband wasn't allowed to do anything except play basketball from time to time. His main thing was to be labor on their ranch or farm. That's pretty much the extent of it. Whenever he would talk about his growing up, he would always refer to his mother. He would very rarely talk about his father, but yet whenever he would talk to his father on the phone before he died, the world stopped. He wanted that attention from his father that he never had as a child. So now translate that into his life. Now, he picked up the traits of being a narcissist, I would have to say, from his father. Always having to be in control. He wanted a submissive partner that never questioned who he was, what he did, you know, his motives or anything like that. So that translates over. But see, I look back now, and as I'm listening to these, these YouTube videos, I'm getting these flashbacks of whenever my, my husband and I were together. Very te detailed flashbacks. But I would also get flashbacks from whenever we was in a triad with the other individual. I see the problem is is I now realize now that I was in a relationship with two narcissists and I was the codependent. And so there would be there it it made perfect sense how they would talk with each other and interact because they had something in common. They were narcissists. Okay? and how I had nothing in common with them because I was the codependent one. I'm the one that always wanted their attention. And what I mean by that is being a codependent is you'll do whatever it takes to please your prospective partner. I took care of the house. I did the cooking. I did the dishes, you know, so on and so forth. Whenever the, the other partner our individual in our life wasn't cooking he would make this huge mess wouldn't clean it up and then I would always get stuck with the dishes well what I'm trying to get across gentlemen is know the signs that you're getting involved with the codependence and if you can see these signs early you can run like hell see to me, a codependent is a parasite. Yes, I said parasite. They are out to suck the life out of anybody that they possibly can and that they will move on to the next victim and they will keep going on and keep going on and keep going on. They need to be isolated. They need to, they, they need to know what it feels like to be one of their victims. The problem is with, is with these individuals is you can't make them feel anything. They are wired differently than the rest of humanity. But social media is playing a huge role into this. Social media is the perfect place for a narcissist to get his fix or her fix. They'll show body parts, they'll do extreme things, anything and everything to to get 
the likes that they can to validate their existence. Okay? Especially gay men. Gay men, you go on Instagram, they will show body parts. Go on Twitter. Twitter's a breeding ground for it. Body parts to feed their addiction. And their addiction is everybody has to like them, but nobody knows anything about them. They're shallow as hell. They'll never expose themselves. And even whenever, and they're incapable of love. Whenever a narcissist says that they love you, they don't love you. They love what you do for them. And, the, and I always said with my, with my husband, your love is conditional. He loved me whenever I kept my mouth shut and I did not question what he was doing. Or I did not say anything about his hookups whenever I, I knew that he was out playing around. See, the problem really started whenever I would call him out on, on him going and sleeping around, where the other individual that was in our relationship encouraged it. All right? To the point to where, and whenever I would challenge my husband about this, him and the other co-conspirator in our relationship would hide it from me. See, they, they were they were on an even keel. I was less than they were, and they made me feel that way. Time in and time out. If you're feeling like this, if you're feeling less than human, get out. If the individual that you are in a relationship with devalues you, makes snide comments about your weight or what you eat or what you dress, things like that, and attacks your being and your your secure your 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 self um, esteem. Get out, because at some point that individual is going to leave you before you know it. Because the next stage is they're going they're going to discard you. Once they've gotten everything that they can out of you and they no longer need you, they're going to move on. And mind you, if they're if they're sleeping around, they're getting your fix. If your partner has quit sleeping with you, there's a reason for that. He's getting it from somewhere else and he doesn't need you. The only thing that he needs you is keeping you in the house for is to maybe do the laundry to keep the house clean. But he no longer needs you sexually. He's getting that met someplace else. That's where he's getting his fix from. And that's where these hookup apps are the problem. That's where they send out these new pictures and to get someone to feel their fix, to say how sexy they are. They're not looking for validation from you anymore. They already got it. They already got what they, exactly what they needed. Now they're moving on. And the next and the last stage will be that they will discard you. And whenever they're gone, they're gone. And then they'll start to gas they'll start to gaslight you. And then they'll say, Why, you know, I, that they may threaten to block you or take away possessions if you contact them. Whatever it is, whatever kind of power that they have against you, they will use it. To make to the point to where your mind is mush and you're wondering what the fuck has just happened here. They're simply waiting until the next best thing comes along. 
get out while you can. Heed to what I'm saying. Else you too one day will be looking back and, call and telling yourself and the people around you because you're going to try to explain it to people and they're going to think you're fucking crazy. Mark my words, you will not be able to, to put it into words what you went through. See, there was something interesting too. Every time I would try to video my husband on the way that he was treating me, he would take and come and try to take my phone from me. He didn't want he didn't want any he didn't want a trail out there. He didn't want a paper trail. He didn't want a video trail. Why? Because it was his ultimate goal. He didn't want to be embarrassed. The worst thing that you can ever do to a narcissist is embarrass them. They'll embarrass you all day long. But don't embarrass, don't attack their ego. Because at that point, they're going to get revenge upon you. My husband's revenge upon me was he would withhold sex and he wouldn't talk to me. It would go weeks, months, and then everything would be fine. It would be on his terms like nothing happened. That's what narcissists do. And whenever a narcissist is getting ready to leave, like, like my husband did, eight months before he walked out on me, he got quiet. He quit talking to me. He, he quit acknowledging my existence. Why? Because he was, he was talking to guys online. I tell him all the time, how is it that you can sit over there for hours on end talk to a complete stranger, but you can't even formulate a fucking sentence with me? Couldn't answer my question. He wouldn't. Because he was over there lying about who he was. Reeling his, in his next victim. And then lo and behold, guess what? I was discarded. He no longer had a use for me. But I go and I try to explain this to people. And they're like, well, you deserve so much better. No, you don't understand. When you're codependent, that's something completely different. You're trapped. You've trapped yourself and you don't know how to get out of it until one day whenever you start to wake up. But gentlemen, listen to what I have to say and I'm gonna be talking more about this later on because especially with dealing with, with these hookup apps because there, there needs to be a huge awakening within the, the gay community. We have a lot of pretenders out there that are pretending to be gay, that are attention hogs. They're, they may not necessarily be narcissists, but they have a lot of the qualities that are narcissists and they will throw out their dick pics, their ass pics, anything to get attention. And you think that you might score with them, but you're not going to. And I'm gonna talk about this in future, in future episodes coming up. But you've been listening to The Shave It All the name of this is I finally figured it out. It's Rotten Fruit, the Gay Narcissist. It's kind of a tongue in cheek if you know what I'm talking about. So, y'all have a wonderful day. Please like it, leave a comment if you would like to. And I thank you for listening.